Hey, what's going on, you guys? You are tuning in to the Navi Design Podcast, and this is episode six with a very close friend and brother, Jason Nettles. Uh, Jason has been in full-time ministry for over 15 years now, uh, first started out as a local church pastor, uh, then went into the world of full-time missions, and is now kind of at the helm of uh, a national movement that is seeking uh, to see awakening uh, in America. And so today we're hitting the topic of synergy, um, understanding what synergy actually is, um, kind of uh, sharing some examples around synergy, and then finally kind of extrapolating some principles uh, around what makes synergy work and how we can implement them in our lives. So as always, hope you guys find uh, tons of value in this podcast. Check it out. All right, what's going on, you guys? This is episode six of the Navi Design Podcast. Uh, as always, this is your host, Andy Un. And today I have a very special guest and a very close friend. What's up? What's up? This is Jason Nettles. Jason Nettles. Um, uh, Jason Nettles is a very close friend, brother, um, known each other since 2011. And uh, we're just going to jump right into it today. But today, uh, I brought Jason in on this podcast because I really wanted to hit the topic of synergy. Uh, what is synergy? Uh, how do we understand what synergy is? And what are maybe some principles that will help us to walk in synergy? So again, uh, Navi Design Podcast is really around kind of two major things, spiritual intelligence human and human development. And of course, we're going to hit other topics along the way. But, you know, really my heart behind this podcast is to uh, talk about uh, spiritual, quote unquote, spiritual things, make it very real, relatable and relevant to people. But I also want to talk about um, kind of the, the, the phenomena of human development. How do we develop as people and how do we uh, how can we take content values and different things that we learn and implement them into our lives in an intentional way? So I just felt like today um, I really wanted to talk about the topic of synergy because, A, I feel like it's something that I've been experiencing in my own life in kind of a heightened way. Uh, and number two, I feel like there's a, there's a curiosity. I think when people hear what synergy is... Um, they are genuinely curious about uh, what this thing we call synergy really is and kind of maybe understanding it on a deeper level. So before we jump right in with Jason, I'm going to just start um, with giving a basic uh, kind of uh, what is this a dictionary definition of synergy. So Google says this, right? It says synergy is the interaction or cooperation of two or more organizations, substances, or other agents to produce a combined effect greater than the sum of their separate effects. So pretty amazing definition. In essence, what synergy really is, is synergy is one plus one doesn't equal two, but somehow in the world of synergy, one plus one equals 10. I guess to even bring in maybe a little bit of Bible up in this piece, right? 
would be, you know, there's statements in the Bible that I never fully understood until kind of more, more or less now. But the Bible makes a statement that says one can put a thousand to flight, but then it says two can put 10,000 to flight. So simple mathematics show us that there's something that the Bible's trying to reveal, almost a spiritual intelligence around two, uh, two people having a exponentially combined effect as compared to one plus one or one having the effect of a thousand. You guys are catching what I'm saying. So any, anyways, I wanted to just kind of pass the mic to, to Jason and ask him the question, uh, what is synergy to you, Jason? And, and how would you explain that? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to be here. Uh, this is such a fun topic, and I think it's kind of the word of the hour right now. Uh, synergy, uh, you can call it collaboration. Uh, different words came to me. You can call it like coalitions, alliances, even other words that came to me, super crews, which I want to begin to unpack some of these different thoughts because I think it's where culture is and what's happening right now. Wow. But, uh, you know, as Andy said, bringing a little Bible up in this piece, uh, I'm a believer as Andy is, but I was a pastor for a number of years and then went full-time in missions. Uh, so I'm a believer and I point everything back to the Bible. Mm. Uh, you want to know where truth comes from the start. You just got to go back to the beginning. You know, Andy used the scripture, you know, one can put a thousand, two could put 10,000. Um, you know, what do I think synergy is, is talking about the two being able to do more together. I'm reminded of the scripture, uh, forgetting the exact location, but that iron sharpens iron. So we are better together. Uh, I was actually reminded of uh, Matthew chapter 18, verse 20, uh, incredible scripture. It says where two or three are gathered together in my name. There I am. This is uh, Jesus saying this. Uh, I think there's something so powerful in my opinion. I think it's about agreement. Mm. Um, if I was to unpack something that comes to my immediate, my first thought, I think when I think of synergy, I think there's something about when you can get people all on the same page, mm. all in agreement and all agreeing upon one thing. Wow. I think there's something so powerful, even on a spiritual level, Wow! more than even the secular, more than even what, what can happen when someone comes into a room and they can bring energy and create synergy of everyone getting involved is maybe a, a particular activity. I think there's some secret sauce, if you will, yeah. that actually comes back to when you can get any group of people, whether it be two, three, a hundred, I've seen in cases of even 10,000 in the same room in agreement upon one thing. I think it's a biblical principle wow. that you actually invite a supernatural power uh, that brings that X factor. Wow. Uh, that's my first thought when I think about wow. synergy yeah. on, a, on a biblical, spiritual level. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, no, I love this because even as you were quoting some of these other scriptures, I actually just went straight back to Genesis chapter two, I believe, Okay. where... I mean, in essence, God sees Adam is alone. He's singular. He's by himself. Okay, now. You know what I'm saying? And God just sees that and he says, man, it's not good for man to be alone. Come on. So we see such a, a early picture of just God's heart, his intention, his wisdom for humanity that, you know, really we're not meant to be alone. There's something about us being better together. Um, Jason, I, I, I remember one of the things you mentioned, um, as soon as you started to speak was, you know, this, this idea of like super cruise or mm -hmm. uh, collaboration. 
Um, what are some examples of things that you've seen, whether just in your own life or around you, where you've almost seen the synergy at play and, and were pretty amazed by it? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll jump right into that. I was just thinking when I think of synergy, and I'll lead this right into collaboration and some of the instant you know thoughts that came to me with like super crews. Um, which will be fun to talk about. But when I first heard about Synergy years ago, it was more in a corporate setting. I worked for a sales company Mm. and they would talk about Synergy. Mm. And I remember I used to think about that word and just thinking about one person's particular energy. Mm. But then when all of our energy comes together, we can create something together, a Synergy that we would not have if all of us were not in the picture. Um, And it just makes me start thinking how needed it is for community wow. and how needed it is to recognize the giftings, the talents, the purpose yeah. that is hidden in the people on your left, on your right. And there's more inside of them that, than they realize. And there's more inside of them than you realize. Mm. And I think that is the powerful thing about recognizing the energy that we all bring. And if we can begin to find that rhythm yeah. and find that, um, I guess even just an understanding of how to work together, thinking about teams, businesses, companies, all different types of configurations of teams, what synergy can actually bring uh, to take everything in your organization or your life to the next level. Uh, I was just actually with Andy last night. He made a joke as he was getting out of the car. We had a dinner plans with some friends and he literally said this as he was getting out of the car. He goes, (laughs) Jason, what would you do without me? <laughs> now, at first, some people would be like, dang, like that's a, a unique statement. But honestly, me being confident in who I am, but honestly, me being very confident in who Andy is and his friendship in my life, wow. I actually told him without hesitation. I'm like, actually, bro, you're absolutely right. Wow. And then we walked in the house and I told his wife, Yuna, about this. And literally she goes, Andy, why would you say that? And I'm like, no, actually it's so true. And it was just hitting me. I'm like, Andy brings a synergy in my life that he he actually unlocks things in me that I would not be able to tap into. He, in a sense, my strengths, he's able to bring strength to my weaknesses and how we are actually better together. Wow. Me being, you know, my energy and my strength is great. Me just being one person. But when I team up a combo, a pairing, if you will, with my boy, Andy, there's something that I tap into with you, bro, Mm. that I don't tap into with many other people. And I just think there's something so remarkable and something to pay attention to just in that. But anyway, I say that we're talking about synergy back to your question, bro. Yeah. You know, when when I said kind of super cruise and talking about collaboration, um, I'll say something that maybe we're all maybe a current to right now in culture. Uh, I used to be a B-boy and I started breakdancing back when I was 15 years old. I'm 34 now. I don't break like I used to. (laughs) In fact, I'd have to practice a lot to even get down. But I've noticed in culture if you look at even look, look, look at the Kinjas right now mm. and me and you, we've talked about this before, yeah. Andy. And for those who may have never heard of the sure. Kinjas, give a, give a quick intro. Well, I mean, the Kinjas right now, they're there. If you, if many of you guys remember back in the day, the, uh, the dance crew on America's best dance crew on MTV, you had the Jabberwockies and they were a dance crew that pretty much won a massive competition and put hip hop on a very national stage. Uh, and it was a mixture of all these different crews and dancers from break dancers to choreographers wow. that would all come together 
uh, to bring their giftings to then create, in a sense, like a super crew. Wow. The most modern day, which is why I use the Kinjas versus yeah. the Jabawakis, yeah. same deal. It's these dancers from all different backgrounds, different skill sets, what they bring. Wow. But they're not, it was, it's not one crew. Wow. The Kinjas, uh, I forget what they, they went on America's Best Dance Crew and yep. they won. Yep. But they're also going on these other shows. And right now they're the top of their game. Yes. But the unique thing about the Kinjas, they're a super crew. Yep. They all wear a mask. They're one. Wow. You can't even really tell who's who. Wow. Same with the Jabawakis. Wow. They're one. But if you knew this, they all represent different crews from all over the country. Different dance styles. Different dance styles, different techniques. But I think it's not just one crew. And when they put all of their forces together, right now they're the top of the game and no one can step up to them. Because of, I think, their synergetic collaboration, and they created a super crew. I know you've you've spoken in this before, Andy. Well, yeah, no, I'll jump on this. Uh, Shout-outs to Ben Chung if you're listening to this. It's my boy from the Kinjas. What's up, Ben? Um, No, I I would love to hop on the Kinjas thing real quick just because I think it's a a relatable example that maybe most of the people tuning in would even have a point of reference to. You know, for me – you know, this is kind of, it's, it's, it's personal and it's joking, but again, trying to extrapolate some truth here. Um, my son, my first son, Arrow, uh, probably since like 2017, we would watch these Kinjos videos and he just fell in love with it. Maybe even more than Yuna and I did. I mean, Yuna and I, we both have an appreciation for the art of dance and, and we love watching, you know, amazing choreography, but Arrow would watch it and, uh, and he would love it. And so because Arrow was so hooked on it, we ended up getting hooked on it because we wanted to show him things that he liked. And the more and more we paid attention to this dance crew, Kinjas, it was undeniable that they had something really special. And which begged the question, what was it that was so special, right? Uh, Most of us as, as just human beings, we can see something and we can feel an energy on it and recognize there's something different there. There's something special there. But then it's taking it a step further to almost excavate and extrapolate whatever that is and be able to examine, okay, what is that making it so special? So I love what Jason just said is it is the sense of synergy. It's the sense of oneness. You know, you don't have, I mean, of course there are some superstar dancers in there, but you don't feel the superstar quality of any one person as you're looking at the Kinjas. It's not one person that's kind of showcasing and everybody following, but it's almost this unified expression where everyone at the table is able to bring their own gift, their own style, their own expression. But somehow it it is this beautiful mosaic that shows one unified expression. Yeah, absolutely. And so as I started to see that, I was like, man, this is incredible. Um, and I recognized that they had something that most dance crews really didn't. And, uh, and I mean, on top of that, you have the, the sick videography and just X, everything. Y, and Z, everything Killing else. it in every category. Right. But I would say going full circle, um, this is an example of, of what synergy looks like. Yeah. And I'm playing off of that. Yeah. When I think of, you know, we just use one example and I'm kind of a hip hop head. Andy is as well. We use kind of the Kinjas, but if I, I think culture, if you pay attention to culture, Culture, many times, I'll even use the word, it prophesies where things are going. Wow. And you can look to culture and you generally can see a theme, 
of what's actually happening across the board internationally. Wow. So you can even take it now to Hollywood. Take it now to Hollywood on the big silver screen. Wow. Look at the Avengers. Wow. And you look at the Avengers and what happened. All these Marvel's, Marvel stars yeah. have their own film, their own movie. Wow. They're very unique in their own way. Uh, from I don't know what you, what your fancy is from Black Panther to maybe Thor. I'm kind or, of a Doctor Strange kind of guy. You are. A do- <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. Doctor Strange. You got Doctor Strange. Uh, you got all these different ones. The Hulk. But all of them in their own way, they they kill it. And they're doing amazing things, saving the world. But what happened when they began to synergize, come together, they realized there was a bigger thing that there's a bigger things at stake that only together could they actually accomplish it. Wow. That that, they had a vision that required so much, they needed each other. Yeah. And in that, they actually played on each other's strengths. And I think that's an incredible picture of collaboration, of working together. I think the Avengers is a great picture. We we refer to that often. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think think this is uh, maybe just giving you as a listener just the opportunity to kind of digest and think about this. It's like, ask yourself this question, right? Because every single person who's tuning in has seen the Avengers. If you haven't, I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, (laughs) But, you know, as you watch the Avengers... You know, I love I love the fact that Jason even brought up um, kind of a Hollywood example of this is, you know, what is it? What is it about watching that narrative, watching that collaboration on display um, that really hits the human soul? It, it There's something about the, the meta narrative of what we're watching that is resonating within us. But now maybe taking it a little bit deeper is asking this, asking the question, well, what is that? What is that thing that's that's hitting us? And I think it's there is actually a God given, God sized value within every human being that wants to see collaboration. It's just it's just hard. We're hardwired for it. Right. Um, So when we see it, when we see it externally, there's something inside of us that says, oof, I don't know what that is, but it's. It, it, it moves me. It, 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 it triggers something inside of me. I want that uh, in my life. And so, you know, I think another cool thing that I was just thinking of when, when Jason brought up the Avengers analogy is that there were certain tasks that were so big that required everyone. Yep. So, you know, in the Iron Man saga, there were certain villains that he was able to take on almost one-on-one. But what you see in the Avengers is sometimes there's a, a task or a situation at hand or a villain at hand. We'll use that example um, that required everyone's effort. Like it was too big for one person to carry. Um, I think that's another truth of collaboration or synergy. Um, why synergy is so necessary in this season is that or in this time of, of human history is, I think we are dealing with problems, issues, circumstances in the world today that is going to require everyone uh, to participate, everyone to work together. Um, Jason, is there anything you want to say about that? Just this idea of kind of at times there's a task at hand that requires everyone. Yeah, I mean, uh, a first example that just came to me, and it's maybe one more I would bring on collaboration. Um, it's a, it's a really spiritual example, but I just worked for an organization called the send. Yeah. Um, you may not know what that is, but in essence, it's the send is believing for a new era of missions and evangelism in America and to the nations. 
this all just happened just in the past year and a half. And keeping the story short, uh, we called America to a national stadium gathering, and we gathered 61,000 people at the Citrus Bowl in Florida, Orlando, Florida. Yeah. But the unique thing about this is it was seven um, mega ministries, different individuals that all represented different just different ministries across the country. Even wow. one actually is from Brazil. Wow. He's one of the seven. Wow. And these leaders came together and they began to say, what would it look like if we joined forces, all of our ministries, and we believed for a unity movement and yeah. a collaborative effort to call the body of Christ, wherever you're from, whatever your denomination, but to begin to unite and say, now is the time yeah. for a new era of missions and evangelism to reach America yeah. and ultimately reach the nations. Wow. And when they gathered together and they pulled the trigger in a short amount of time, when we when I got hired and we started the project, yeah. within like literally six months, we accomplished it and we gathered 61,000 people wow. in Orlando, Florida, and people all over all over the world that were watching, but even people I know that were in the stadium on that day, here's my point. Wow. Many of them said, you know, one of the most uh, fascinating things that stood out to us about that gathering on that day, it obviously it's incredible. Many people said yes to missions. Over 5,000 said yes to missions experiences. They signed up. It was incredible. But many people said when they looked on stage, no one could actually figure out who was actually the leader. Wow. No one could tell who was actually in charge. Wow. And I know this is only one facet, but I think it was an important one. Many people would say, we saw all seven of them on stage, but you couldn't really tell who was actually the leader of this organization. Wow. And there was a beauty. There was a synergy. There was this collaborative nature that many people were turned on to. All these young men in their 30s working together and doing something together that they couldn't do alone as wow. one organization. So wow. I think that'd be one picture for the sake of, you said, why? Yeah. Why would why would there be a need for this? Yeah. For the sake of what Jesus even said, go to all the world, preach the gospel. I'm Boom. getting very Christian on you here. Boom. But even saying that, that's a, that's a massive task that not one organization can do. Wow. We need a unified body that can do that. Wow. And uh, we're actually seeing it. And uh, I actually still represent the SEND as far as family. And they're going to be gathering 75,000 at Arrowhead Stadium uh, 2020, wow. uh, coming up in October. Wow. So it's only the beginning. But I think that, again, is look to culture. What is happening right now? Yeah. It's people joining forces, uh, collaborating for something bigger than themselves. Well, and I think this is so interesting to note because I'm sure you would agree, Jason, that being on the internal um, of what was happening with the Sen, it was such a clear distinction or breakaway from the typical hierarchy or hierarchy of administration or organization. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for you being on the inside, what was that like seeing that type of collaboration? What did it kind of do for you, I guess? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, uh, my my role is definitely different from the seven actual lead collaborators. Right. But because of my unique role and kind of a lot of exposure and proximity with these leaders, um, I would say when you can get seven strong, capable, influential leaders in the same room. Wow. 
honestly, it's it almost seems impossible. Wow. And people normally say that this shouldn't work. Wow. Because most of us are individualistic in the Western culture. Wow. Most of us are used to doing running our own show, yeah. doing it our way. And I think it required a great humility. Okay. I, and I think this is where maybe even some of the direction we could take with a podcast. It required quite a bit of teamwork. Wow. It required quite a bit of uh, deference mm. and trust mm. uh, because for the first time, it's not just your show, yeah. but it's like, what are the six others of these leaders and these guys? What's their opinion? Mm. What's their uh, what's their strength? Mm. What is the revelation or maybe the peace that they're seeing that I'm not seeing? Mm. And, you know, having to be patient mm. and maybe even go a little slower. Wow. But in working together, um, man, they're going to accomplish so much more. Wow. You know, and I, I say that even on a personal note, sticking kind of to this collaboration talk. I actually am a part of a collaboration as well uh, with my brother here, Andy Un, yeah. and five other brothers. Yeah. And there are seven of us, and we're a part of an organization that we're creating right now called The Arrow. Yeah. And not 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 here to you know kind of uh, just put that on blast and get some free promotion, but <laughs> the seven of us are still in this uh, figuring out how do we work together and we honor each other. We realize together we can do something so much greater. Wow. Uh, than being apart, yeah. but we even are still trying to figure out how do we work together? That's right. How do we begin to find this synergy? Because we know it's there, absolutely. But it's which a, we've experienced, and we have, yeah. we have experienced. But it's a dance, yeah, and yeah. it's an ongoing um, process. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful struggle. Yeah, no, and I think this is a perfect segue because I guess where I'd like to go in this podcast is. You're listening to this and you're recognizing it's like, yeah, I definitely I resonate with everything you're saying. Um, culture is almost prophesying or demonstrating uh, this reality of collaboration and synergy. Um, you're recognizing that. And then as you're digesting it, you're recognizing, man, you know what? Like, I want to see more synergy in my own life. And one of the phrases that I love to use is that. We can either do things incidentally or we can do them intentionally. Incidentally is when something happens on accident, right? It's kind of a poof, like how did that happen, right? But intentional is you had an intention to pursue something, therefore you had an intended goal, right? So I think one of the other major purposes of this podcast is we want to extrapolate values and principles and understanding so that uh, people can take those things and say, man, how do I intentionally um, apply this into my life? So perfect segue, as we're now thinking about synergy, um, I want to take maybe the next, I don't know, 10, 12 minutes or so to actually kind of dig through what are the principles of synergy that you know, maybe Jason, you and I have both been able to experience. Um, what are the principles of synergy and how, how, how could we, uh, how do we help people to walk out in them, right? Um, I'll just kind of give you my first two cents and then we'll just kind of ping pong back and forth. But um, the first thing that comes to my mind is, it's actually honor. I think this word honor is a really big deal. Um, honor is not a word maybe that is in our daily vocabulary, but, um, but I'll just try to explain it and define it as simply as this. I feel like honor 
is the ability to recognize another person for who they are and what they bring to the table. I'm going to say that one more time. I feel like honor at its core at its core is recognizing who another person is or another entity, but who another person is and what they bring to the table. And it's one thing to recognize it uh, consciously, but it's another thing for your heart to want to open and almost submit to that, if I could even use that word, right? So perfect example of this would be, um, what does honor look like? Well, honor, okay, a perfect example would be even in, in our group of friends, right, Jason? Like even in our collaboration, there are certain people in our group that let's just say are more administratively minded. These are the people that want structure. These are the people that want um, kind of more definition on certain things. Whereas by me, by just my natural wiring, I'm a little bit more of a dreamer. I'm more of a uh, a visionary. Like I, 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 I kind of live in the world of conceptual ideas. And it's so easy for me to look at guys like that and to say, and almost discount them or almost diminish what they bring to the table because, okay, that, that, that's not like me, right? Like, like you don't roll like me. You don't think the way that I do. But I think after, I mean, it takes kind of maturity in life to recognize what other people bring to the table that are different than you and being able to honor it. So what I'm recognizing is that as I'm able to do this with these people um, who bring a different gift set, a different perspective than me, I not only recognize it, but I honor it in my heart because there's an honor that says, I don't have that. You do. And I need that. I need that in my life. We need that in our life. And it's, I think it's that almost humility that opens the space for not only that gift to come to the table, but it's, it's a synergy um, that takes place. So yeah, so that would be kind of an example for me of, of how I understand the principles that help syner or synergy or collaboration work. I just kick it off to you, Jason. Yeah, you know, I would piggyback on, I think it's humility. Humility would be a principle. I think you have to first recognize you don't have all the giftings in the world. Wow. Wow. You don't have it all. This you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't bring a full picture. Wow. Um, it's if it if it was a puzzle, if it was a puzzle, and the people in the community that are around you that together you guys actually can solve that puzzle. Wow. It's a fuller picture. I think you have to. It takes humility to recognize that. Mm. And I think in that humility is the flip side. Wow. It's the two sides of the same coin. It's then honoring, as Andy said, yeah. uh, those people around you. And I like, the, I like to think about it like this. You know, out of 7 billion people on the planet, there's nobody like you. Wow. And that is 100% true. Wow. That you have something to offer this world. You have a gift to give to this world that is you, mm. that you're going to spend the rest of your life discovering. Wow. Now, we can say that on an individual basis, but then what about the person in your organization? What about the person in your family or your friendship group or whatever it is where collaboration would relate to you today? Wow. Is who is that person that's sitting on your left? Who is that person that's on your right? And what is inside of them that they have to offer, to give? And what is that gift? What is that gold? I like to call it calling the gold out of people. Wow. And I think that requires honor. 
And I think when you can come humbly to recognize, I can't do it all on my own. Wow. And then honor the gifts that you recognize in the people around you and begin to come together and begin to unite that, to begin to create a conversation, maybe even a space to bring that together, uh, to begin to work together. Um, I believe those are two components of the same coin, if you will. It's humility. And then it's the honor to recognize you bring something that I need. Yeah. I'm yeah. good at this, but I'm terrible at this. Wow. And man, together, if I like to call it almost like pairing. Yeah. Um, the pairs sometimes, like relationships, my relationship with Andy, we bring something together. Our synergy is mm. very unique when we come together. Wow. Um, but then uh, I have other friends, when I get with them, because of our gift mix, because of our personality types, yeah. because of our unique experiences, when we come together, our pairing, you know, in twos, we're able to accomplish something that's so much different. That's right. So it's just, it's almost like this, this mystery and journey you're able to go on, man, what, what, what could happen? Wow. What could get created? There you go. What could get birthed? Yeah. If I began to just branch out and begin to work more with other people in my life. Yeah. No. And I think, you know, again, I use this example a lot is that, you know, maybe this is the uh, chemistry nerd in me, but it's like, there's we're like different elements on the periodic table and what happens when you put hydrogen and oxygen together well you get h2o you get water what happens when you put nitrogen and oxygen together you can get nitrix nitrix oxide or nitrous oxide so it's this kind of cool principle that i've seen play out is that when two people come together and they're able to synergize they're able to create an energy and a product that is so unique to that um, specific combination. And I think this is important, you guys, because I feel like in deep down inside, we all want synergy. But the powerful thing about what we're talking about is that two people can come together and completely not synergize, right? And But another two people can come together and they can totally synergize. So I think that's really where I'm going with this is that, you know, um, why, why does synergy happen with certain people and why does it not? And I think if I'm just keeping it a thousand, the two things that Jason and I are hitting on right now, especially what you're saying, Jason, with the humility and the honor, these are the non-negotiables. These are the non-negotiables of synergy. Like when, when there's a genuine humility between two people, there's a genuine honor I think you have the recipe of synergy. I think from that place, synergy exists and synergy actually just becomes a natural byproduct. Um, I'll just share one more thing that honestly just came to me right now. And, you know, again, this is going to be much more of a spiritual God undertone, but I think it makes it real nonetheless. I would put another H word. I put him. H-I-M. And I'll tell you what I mean by this is that there's natural laws of synergy, humility and honor, I believe, are very foundational to that. So whether you believe in God or not, you can practice this principle, if you will, of humility and honor and you'll get a result. That's what I believe, honestly. Yeah. But I I will say this is that there are people that I have a unique sense of synergy with. And I will say that it is a God factor. 
it's a total God factor. So I'll just use my relationship with Jason, for example. Jason and I, in our relationship, there's definitely a humility that's there, right? Where I recognize who I am and who I'm not and vice versa for Jason. In that there's a natural honoring of one another because we've we've kind of, we see the gold in one another and we appreciate it. And it's not just about appreciating it, but I don't know, like, I'll just say it for what it is. But one thing that I've noticed in my relationship with Jay is that we continually call it out of each other. We're constantly affirming each other. Uh, We're constantly building each other up. For me, I would say there's this peace with him. And when I mean him, I obviously mean God, God himself and God's presence What I recognize is that there's this other X factor where Jason and I, because we have a reverence and an honor and a desire for God and his presence, the times where Jason and I are either just talking with one another or we are praying with one another, there's a very tangible presence of God that comes down. And I think the way I'd wrap that up just to say that I think when you can experience the real tangible presence of God in a relationship with another person, that's also another indicator that there's a there's a unique and heavy synergy there. I'll kick it back to you, Jay, if you, anything you want to add to that or say separately. Yeah, I mean, just saying that humility, honor him. Yeah. I like that because yeah. it's what you said. The principles of God, people can use them in yeah. the secular world and it will work. That's right. And, and it, it, it just it produces results. But in the fact that we could humble ourselves, yeah. say no to pride, recognize we have our deficits, yeah. honor each other and recognize we actually are stronger together. Yeah. Those are principles. Yeah. But when we come together in all of our work, this is something maybe you wouldn't know. We always pray. Wow. We always humble ourselves before him. Wow. And we say, God, what are you saying? Wow. What are you, what do you want to do? So I think the foundation of this, it's built on him. Wow. And that's what makes the difference. Wow. More than even the principles, you know, as far as playing off of your point. Wow. You know, some of the things I was just feeling and thinking, and Andy, you can wrap this up how you'd wish. Sure. It's just some of the, just lastly, just keeping some, uh, some more ideas here. I just think right now, if right now collaboration is the word of the hour, Mm. Uh, integration and synergy and working together right now. You're seeing it in organizations. You're seeing it in companies. You're seeing it in Hollywood. Um, I'm even thinking of the latest surge right now with what's happening in Kanye West's life. You guys have heard about the new collaboration that's going to come with him and Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you just see this. People are working together. I think my first challenge would be it's happening right now. And the question is, do you want to begin to now adopt that in your life? Wow. Because collaboration is working. That's good. And it's and it and it's gonna produce results. Wow. So I think it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of of if you want to if it works, it's a matter of if you want to actually begin to apply it. Wow. Because it's a powerful thing that I believe is a God principle. Wow. Working together. Wow. And I think right now there's so many opportunities. Our generation want to be a part of something bigger. Uh, they don't want individualistic things. They're all about community right now. Mm. You're looking at you're looking at it in the business uh, businesses, different companies. Look at Google, even how they lay out their offices now, right. and how they they're all communal churches now. They're they're so much about we want more community. We want to be more together. We want to discover this together. Mm. And I just think right now there's an opportunity and a challenge, whether you're someone who is a leader of an organization, a leader of a group, 
of whatever it is. Um, I just think right now there's an opportunity to begin to foster mm. and set a table for how do you create greater collaboration, mm. uh, greater working together and honoring each other and recognizing who each other are in a room. Mm. Um, and then even for yourself, uh, just how you can begin to do that in your in your daily life. Wow. Um, I feel like almost this could be a part two this is in, great, in many bro. ways. I, I'm, I feel even right now, I have a, a, just a bunch of notes I scribbled here on like a napkin. But in my, I just feel like there's so much we can say about this. Uh, but I think my closing thoughts would just be um, collaboration is something that's happening right now. Wow. And it's so powerful. It's so powerful what's happening. And so I would just encourage you to begin to recognize, number one, what are your giftings? What are your talents? Yeah. Many times we don't even know what we offer, yeah. what we bring to the table. That's right. And, and then in that, I would actually take a step back after you define what you bring is then to now look at all those around you, whatever yeah. your context context is, and actually begin to like intentionally define and actually uh, almost like put it even on a piece of paper. What are the giftings, talents, abilities that people around me carry? And to begin to think on a level, how could we begin to work together? Wow. And I think the person that starts having that conversation and that starts introducing that idea uh, in whatever your context is, yeah. church, business, friendship groups, I think you're going to begin to tap into that, that, that right now secret power wow. of collaboration. Wow. And as we said, kind of full circle here, um, it's a biblical principle. It is. The two are better than one. It is. One could put a thousand, two could put 10,000. Wow. When two or three are gathered together, Jesus, he's in our midst. Wow. I mean, there's so many things. Genesis. Yeah. Adam, it's good, but man, it's it's not good for man to be alone. That's right. So uh, there's just something here, and that'd be my encouragement. We're at a time right now where and it's collaboration. It's, it's what's happening. That's good. No, I definitely think this topic can be uh, further elaborated. Um, there's so much to say, I think, on collaboration, and I think we could go down to even more texture detail as... Um, yeah, just what that could look like. I guess I would say in in wrapping this up is, yeah, I think there's kind of a, maybe even an ex, ex, exhortative uh, factor in what we're bringing is that, yeah, I, I believe collaboration is the word of the hour. It is what is happening. And just like Jason said, we have the choice and the opportunity to either participate in that or to not participate in that. But I think in the deep deepest parts of our heart. We all want that. Um, just wrapping up also, I just want to reiterate kind of some of the principles that we're hitting on today. Um, what is it going to take? What is it going to take for collaboration and synergy to happen? It's going to take humility. It's got to be a real genuine humility to say, I don't have it all. Um, I, I, I know who I am and I know what I'm not. And I know that if we're going to accomplish something that's so much greater than ourselves, uh, I don't just want other people, but I desperately need, I need other people. Mm. I think that's what humility is. Uh, I think number two is honor. I think um, learning how to honor well. Again, it's it's something that is not part of our daily vocabulary. Um, and it's really not part of our typical secular daily culture, right? We're very um, individualistic and selfish people. But if we can practice honor, if we can practice 
how to give deference for another person and to see the gold of what they bring and to say, man, I need that. We need that. You have a place here. We, we need everyone at the table. So that's really the honor piece. I just want to give a quick third one before I, because I feel like the H, the him is really kind of the one that brings it all together. But the third one that just came to me is I feel like it's hunger. If you don't have a hunger for, the, for a purpose, if you don't have a hunger for a vision, um, you're not going to want to walk out the humility. You're not going to want to do the honor thing. But I think there's also a hunger factor, right? Is yeah. when we're hungry as people, when we're desperate as people, um, and when we're hungry to see things happen that are so much bigger than us, I think that's almost a pre- prerequisite for collaboration to take place, right? Like, again, I don't want to speak for the Kinjas, but I could only imagine. I'm sure there was a hunger as dancers, as creatives, as artists inside of all of these guys, there was a hunger to kind of put their mark on the map. They wanted to do something and to almost leave maybe a legacy or they wanted to make an impact in the world of dance and beyond that I think drove them to this place of collaboration. So I just say all that and finally tying the ribbon with the him thing is, you know, I think for those of us who are believers, those of us who, who do believe uh, in God and want to see God more real in our life, in our relationships, I think there is something very powerful about intentionally and genuinely inviting God into your relationships in a way where you're making a conscious effort to honor him together that allows for God's presence to enter into our, our relationships. That just brings a whole nother dynamic and a whole nother factor to it. So uh, Jason, we appreciate you being on the Navi Design Podcast. Good to be here. Uh, definitely won't be the last one with my boy Jay, but uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. And again, that you guys are finding valuable content. Uh, if you find this valuable, would love for you to subscribe to our podcast. Um, you can like it as you see it on social media. And if it really blessed you or if it really spoke to you, resonated with you, would love for you to share this podcast uh, with your friends. So appreciate it. Much love. Peace. Peace.